Hi, I'm Christina. I am a psychic. Welcome to my podcast where I share information I've received from connecting to energies of missing persons. My hope for sharing this information is that one day it might lead to helping them be found. In between working cases, I also share ways to help you hone in on your intuition and learn how to decipher messages from your guides. Thank you for listening, and I hope you enjoy this episode. Hi, all. Welcome back. In today's episode, I wanted to switch things up a little bit, and I wanted to talk about a topic of not making things so difficult and the belief that everything is more than what it is or has to be hard and it can't be that easy. I wanted to talk about that it can't be that easy and it's a matter of just getting curious and also sometimes just asking questions and surrendering and allowing things to be the way they need to be and unfold naturally. And the first thing I wanted to talk about today was this theme of things being easy and asking questions that kept coming up like last week. My husband had done a meditation and he had tried to connect, not tried, but he connected with his like future self or the self, the version of him that has accomplished the goals that he's trying to accomplish to ask for some wisdom. And he had gotten a vision of almost like a dream of being in like a different lifetime where he he knew he was the person that was in this vision or movie playing out and who had a daughter and they were at like a car dealership and there was a salesman and there was something like they were looking at the bed of the truck or something. So he was like shopping for a truck with his daughter and that was all he got. So I was just giving him some advice that he could actually go back into that meditation and start asking more questions and not even go back into the meditation. I think more so that it doesn't have to be going back into the meditation, but just a matter of asking the question, like grounding yourself, tuning in for a second and asking questions to find out more of what all of that meant. What was the lesson there? What was trying to be said to him? What was the message? And I just told him, like, ask what the salesman represented or ask what the truck represented. Why were you in the scene? Just different questions like that and see what information comes through. And maybe it comes through as a thought. Maybe it comes through as another session or like an image of something as soon as you ask that question. And then that's how you start to dig into the energetics like of the message that you're receiving or the information you're receiving. I want to say a couple days later, I was doing one of my Wednesday calls on reading energy, which by the way, if you're interested in joining, it's the first and, and third Wednesday of every month at 7 p.m. Mountain Standard Time. We were on the call same week and an individual uh, was talking about her experience with the reading we were doing and how she felt a like a change on the side of her, like on the right side, I believe. And she felt like it was like some, like a change in energy. She could feel the energy change on the right side of her body. And she didn't know if it was a spirit or, or whatever. She didn't know what it was. And so I challenged her to ask. And she mentioned that she was going to meditate and ask that question. And so I challenged her again to just ask, because what I wanted to get across to them is that we don't have to meditate 
to get information. We don't have to find that time to sit down and go within and take 10 minutes to get there and do this whole thing of meditation to get information. And I needed to take that same advice because I ended up (laughs) getting a lesson myself. I believe it was the very next day or so. It was the same week um, because I myself was waiting to do something in a meditation. And because I hadn't made the time to do the meditation, I hadn't done what I wanted to do. So my takeaway from this week's lesson was that it doesn't have to be that hard, that it can be that simple. And it's just a matter of asking questions. Like it literally is just a matter of asking questions and listening to the first thing that comes up. And listen, and by listening, I mean, whatever it is that, however way you get information, if it's a matter of closing your eyes and getting an image or knowing or, or hearing something, it's just, it's that easy to do. And in my experience, I wanted to tell you, it's a little bit longer of a story, but we recently moved to Idaho uh, about a year ago. And when we moved in, we just, there's this one room, it's our daughter's room. It just feels weird. And we never knew why. It just, I don't know, there's just this like heaviness that we feel in there. And so we've tried to cleanse the house many times. We've had several psychics tell us, like one lady said that, oh yeah, there's a, there's an older woman in your house, but she's not going anywhere. She's fine. And then there's this male who shouldn't really be there. It's not good news. (laughs) And then we've had another person tell us that there's just some there's just something and and she couldn't quite pinpoint what it was. It's like some sort of energy. And I think she felt like that it was a spirit because she said that the laundry room really stood out to her as being an important place in the house for them, which is weird. <laughs> like, what the hell? Like, if it was a past resident that passed away here, why would the laundry room be something of important to them? The, the, it just seems odd. But anyways, we did some various clearing methods to try and push it out and get it out of our house. And, and we thought it worked, but then we just kept feeling the presence. And recently, our kids have more so, my four-year-old has been frightened to go into her room because she keeps hearing things. And it's not the first time. It was maybe like six or eight months ago, she also was frightened to go into the room and she was like seeing things. And more recently, she has been hearing these like man's voice saying things. And I keep telling her that it's a stuffy that she might be sitting on in her beanbag that's making a noise. But the like the phrase that she tells me that it says, it's like that the stuffy did not say that. It's Olaf from Frozen. There's no way it said that phrase. <laughs> so I'm just like trying to calm her down that it's probably this, but I don't, I also don't want to tell her like you're wrong because I don't want her to like not believe herself and not trust herself when I'm over here advocating for people to trust themselves. So we've just allowed them to continue to sleep in our room. And uh, about a couple weeks ago, we were in her room and I had two of the girls in there. We were laying down trying to see if they would be okay with sleeping in the room. And I just felt this presence kind of in the doorway behind, like above our head. 
And I had to look over because I thought it was my husband coming in just to like kind of check on us and look down on us. And I looked back and there was, he wasn't there. And I had to kind of do a double take because I saw a figure, but then when I did the double take, it was gone. So it was kind of like this faded silhouette looking thing, but like gone. It was like a glimpse. And I feel like that's kind of how spirits have been coming through to me. If I see them visually, that it's kind of like that, those times where you do a double take, you're like, wait, what was that? (laughs) Did I just see something? So I didn't say anything out loud when I had seen it, but I just thought to myself like, oh, that was weird. And then immediately my four-year-old was like, no, mommy, I don't want to sleep in this room tonight. (laughs) Can we sleep in your room? So I knew that she felt whatever shift in energy there was, or I knew she felt it too, because it was literally immediately after I had felt it. So we went back to my room. And then I want to say it was like a week later, I woke up in the middle of the night because I heard footsteps on our carpet, like kind of, you know how you could like kind of hear sometimes our like floor creaks or you could just hear the pressure on the carpet when there's footsteps, especially in the middle of the night and everything's silent. And then I felt like that shaded like silhouette looking thing. I felt it like kind of hovering over my daughter on the side of me, on the side of our bed. And I was like, oh shit, (laughs) what the hell? (laughs) And I, I just like called in the light and my protectors and I put like a protection bubble around all of us, did some Reiki and then uh, went back to bed. And then I asked my, my shaman teacher, uh, what would she do or <laughs> any advice on an unwanted presence in the house? And she gave me some advice and she was reminding me that uh, sometimes spirits don't know that they have died in human form. They don't know that they've died. And then also times, sometimes they just have unfinished business or they just need like to be guided to the light or even just to be witnessed. And she suggested to ask when I was ready. And so this is the part where I thought I needed to make this more difficult than necessary. And I just wasn't making the time to sit down and quote, do a meditation to connect with the spirit because I felt like it had to be like proper and ceremonial. And I just needed, I mean, I do, I did probably need to like make a, a protected space to do it, or at least I don't know. I don't actually know. I don't think I needed to do that. I think that was a lesson actually. So I postponed it. I just kept like it in the back of my head and I didn't do it. And then I I think I was doing a session with my shaman teacher and I had seen like randomly these images were coming through like of a hamster in a hamster cage but like in those tunnel pieces that go on the hamster cage, like kind of burrowing through the tunnels. And it had nothing to do with our session. So I was like, okay, well, I'm going to name it because that came up, but I'll, I'm just going to pin that because I don't know what it means yet. And then I saw images of like a house and there was all these like kind of things that had to do with like spiral things, like circles and not going too much into that session, but those were just kind of some of the images that came up. And I didn't quite get the full message. Like I didn't quite get a full understanding of what the images were meaning in regards to the session. They didn't quite make sense to the session. And then later that night, I, I went to bed and I closed my eyes. And the first thing that I saw was something tumbling in a dryer. So I was like, oh, that's interesting. There's another 
one of those like kind of spiraling themed images that I'm getting. I don't know what that means. And then I went to bed and I woke up in the middle of the night and I saw the image or the, or I felt the presence again on the side of the bed by my daughter. And I, I ended up telling the, the energy, the spirit, I was like, I, you know, I'm going to help you the best I can, but I'm not in the state of mind to do it right now. I'm like half asleep. I need you to, this is my room right now and I need you to leave. And then I called in my guides, which I ended up calling in Anubis and which is the Egyptian god of the afterlife. And then I called in my, one of my power animals, Lauren, which is this white owl. And then my dragon and his name is Scales, even though he has fur, (laughs) he doesn't have scales. Um, anyway, I called them in to help me. Uh, just like, I just felt like I needed protection because fear was creeping in and I just didn't, you know, I didn't like this presence on the side of my bed that just kept bugging. But I kept getting this feeling that like, I, it wasn't gonna just let me go back to sleep. Like it, the energy behind it felt like there was this edge being pushed up against and there was like this need to get it done right now. Like it was, um, I don't like the best way to describe it is just like, it's just like about to like, it's trying to pop through something, but couldn't like just pushing up the edge of a bubble. And it, it clicked for me. Like it, it clicked for me what the hamster cage had meant in that what I was being told was that he was trapped in the house. That's like, I just had this automatic knowing like, oh shit, that's what, that's what those messages meant. And this was all when I was like half asleep and I was like, okay, I'll try this because I don't, I don't feel like I'm, I can move past this right now. So, um, from what I have learned in like psychopomp work in helping spirits pass over to the light is like you open up a portal to the light with by setting an intention. And then once they're able to go through, then you close the portal. And that may even like just thinking about that, some people would think like, how do you do that? That's like, that has to be difficult, but it's really not. (laughs) It's just a matter of setting an intention and opening up a portal so that they can walk through the light. And I, I started to do that process, but I was just like, you know, I am like, my eyes are so heavy. I, I just want to make sure I do this right. I want to make sure I close the portal. And so I remembered what another mentor of mine had told me and that I can actually ask my guides to do that work, that I could kind of be hands off on on doing psychopomp work. And so I remembered that and I asked my guides to help him walk to the light by opening up a portal for him. And then I just had this thought like, oh, wait, is there any unfinished business that you have? I'm so surprised that I even thought to ask that question being half asleep. But I got these images of like this old, like big toy chest and what looked like, like toys were packed away, like hadn't been played with for a while. And then I got images of uh, these girls who were women now, like walking around on a college campus. And I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> That's interesting. Uh, I don't know what that meant. But then all of a sudden there was like this puff of like, I saw all these white feathers like flying everywhere, like as if someone broke a, a like a feather pillow. And I just had this thought like, wait, is he gone? Was that it? <laughs> like, is he gone? And I, d- I couldn't believe that it was that easy. I was like, wait a minute. 
he's gone, right? Or is he not? I I don't know. I was like fighting it that no, it's not that easy. He's still here. And I was like trying to feel for his presence. And then I just, I don't know. I just kept asking like, or I like heard yes, but I was like, no, he's still here. And then I was like, wait, is he here? Like kind of give me a sign. <laughs> still here or not? And I asked the question and my daughter like let out this big fart. And I was like, okay, that's interesting that that happened right after I asked the question. And I was like, no, seriously, like, is he still here? And then my other daughter <laughs> let one out. It's like the middle of the night. I'm like, what the hell? I'm like, am I being told that like to move on, like, like just let it go? <laughs> Cause I, I was just fighting it because I was like, no, it can't be that easy to do this work. Uh, there has to be more to it. There has to be ceremony. There has to be meditation. There has to be like, like this full-blown setting to do this work. Um, very intentional. And it doesn't. That was a lesson that I was learning that it, it doesn't have to be. And when I had told my, my shaman teacher about it, she was like, well, sometimes things in life will, will get to the point where we're like, so, I forget the words she said, but like to the point where we're exhausted or like we just have no other choice but to surrender to something. And so it's funny how it happened in the middle of the night where like I was just basically forced to just surrender to it because I was so half asleep and but like still knew that I had to do it. And I was just like, okay, whatever. Let's just do it. Stop making it bigger than what it is. And I just I thought that was so interesting to happen. And then I went to bed. And I was thinking about it the next day, just kind of paying attention to to whether or not I've seen any more shadows or felt like that presence. And I wasn't. But I was remembering about, we have like an elderly couple that lives next to us and they've lived here since the houses were built. And I remember them telling us about all of the residents that had lived at our house before. And one of them was... I believe what they said was the dad, they had twins and I want to say they were little girls and the dad had passed away in a plane crash and left. I want to say the twins were like toddler age or babies even. Um, I think that's what Mindy Bear had said. So like just calculating it out, it's interesting because if that is the presence that has been here, his daughters or the twins would possibly be in college by now in just the timeline of when this house was built. And I believe that was the first owners of this house. So I find that interesting because of the images that I was getting. Like it was kind of like the toys are all packed up and they've moved on. And when you think about like your children going to college, they're kind of like becoming their own selves. They're like being independent. They're going to move on. They're like out of the house now. So I, I just find it interesting that if that if the presence was the resident that had passed away, I don't know why he, he got stuck here. I don't understand that part of it, but it's just, it's just interesting. And going back to like when I was reviewing notes to talk about the story on here, I remember the the dryer tumbling like that didn't necessarily make sense to me other than I was like, oh, it's another like spiral thing. But then I remember what my mentor had shared with me when she checked in in the house and there was something important in the laundry room. And so I just find that that's interesting that I saw something tumbling in a dryer the night that 
this all happened. Like before I went to, or as I was going to bed, I had seen that. So I don't know. It's just an interesting connection. I don't know what it means. And I don't know if I'll ever figure it out. But I, when I've, I've been trying to sense if that energy is still here and I don't feel like I felt that energy, but the shadow figures have not stopped. I almost feel like I've opened a door. Like, shit, now they all know (laughs) that I can help them and I can see them. And now I'm like, okay, just stay out of my house, please. (laughs) Like, I'll help you outside. Don't come hovering over my bed when I'm sleeping, please. Uh, Maybe there's some boundary work that I need to work on there. But I just wanted to share this story with you because it's a lesson that I was learning about. I mean, I found myself getting giving this advice to a couple of people in the same week and I wasn't taking the advice myself. And then I was forced to just be shown how easy the energy work can be because this is energy work as well. The psychopomp work, everything's energy and it's just helping an energy move on like out of this realm. That's my story for tonight. And I hope you enjoyed it. And again, if you are interested in coming to see what our community is about on Wednesday night, if you're interested in checking it out and seeing if you can learn anything from it as far as how to develop your intuition and learning to trust yourself more and and maybe learning some new energy tools, maybe you're already an energy reader or you have already like kind of tapped into that and maybe you'll learn some tools that you can add to your toolbox. You're welcome to join. It's free and I'll have the sign up link in the podcast notes if you're interested or you can find them on my Instagram at resurrect your light or on my Facebook group resurrect your light. Thank you so much for tuning in and listening. If you enjoyed what you heard today, be sure to share it with me by leaving a review so I can keep it coming your way. If you aren't already following me on social media, come check out some extra content by following me on Instagram at resurrectyourlight or visit my website at resurrectyourlight.com. Thank you for your love and support. I can't wait to connect with you in the next episode.